Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the place for church, tech, creativity, and all things awesome. This is not a test. It's time to level up. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing on Bofu. And hey, uh, Blessing keeps <laughs> keeps sneezing, which is, considering the topic, seems... I hope he's okay. Um, okay, so... If you haven't been watching the news, you know that... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. You're okay, okay, <clears throat> good, good. Um, in the news, uh, COVID-19 is definitely uh, front and center going around the world. Um, we have friends and family in Italy, and uh, as you know, in the last few weeks, um, several weeks, it's been, been pretty crazy there as well. So we, um, that's been front and center for us personally. And then, of course, um, there's some, some of us in our family here who have immune deficiency as well as MS, and that, of course, puts them in the high-risk category um, if, either, if any of them uh, would, would fall ill to COVID-19. It could be, it could be pretty serious. Um, but what I found kind of interesting about some of this is, as all around the world, more and more quarantine is going on. Um, and of course, quarantine is, is usually best done before before things start spreading. It's a really good preemptive thing that you can do. And one of those big gatherings that you have, and this happened um, in the, uh, the churches in Italy because they were public gatherings, is... You know, they were asked not to do that anymore to prohibit the the spread of of the of the of the virus, and it just got me thinking, guys, of church tech and like we have so many churches have a great infrastructure to accommodate this. You know, you don't even need to slow down. You can let everybody stay home at ease because you've got streaming sermons and you've got online mediums and there's there's prayer apps and there's you know all these cool tech tools to keep everybody connected and not skipping a beat and it really takes the pressure and pressure off of everybody i think um and can be super handy do you feel like so can i play devil's advocate as i do sometimes why are you even asking jeremy (laughs) (laughs) well i figure you might say no one of these days i think that so here's my thought on this is that would you want to try to roll out connecting online right this second, knowing that in three days, three months, we don't know how long this will last. And then this almost feels like a reactionary thing for churches to do. Um, oh, no, 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 no. I in I don't mean, Jeremy, that that this should be used as a catalyst to launch that. Okay. My point was, is that a lot of the churches already have these things in place and there's really no need to like, you You don't need to re- like worry or stress to be like, Oh no, we can't meet or anything like that. Because more than likely most churches, generally speaking, already have all these pieces in place. And it's really easy just to kind of, lean into that because it's already established i'm not talking about launching something new because you're absolutely right (laughs) this would not be the time to do that there's more important things to worry about right now um in caring for your communities than launching some sort of communication or online platform so how about this for a question how many people here have sat through a whole single one (sighs) worship service online how many people would sit through an entire worship service in person if they could walk away and nobody saw right. that but that's what I mean. i'm editing that's what i mean how many people <laughs> have sat through a whole sermon in this podcast right now mm-hmm. well uh-huh. well jeremy that th- that's a, a <laughs> that's a tension that is not part of this conversation oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> because if that is going to be, if, if that's going to stop you from doing that, right. Um, then you've got, you've got, uh, there's other issues ahead. That's a whole other, that's a whole other can, Jeremy. I guess I, Let's I have say, a difficult, keep it positive, but I have a difficult thing about like promoting this. If I can't even do this myself though. Oh, mm. right. Well, I, I guess to but, me, it's an, al- to it's an alternative it's, though, Jeremy, it's yeah, an alternative. Yeah. But, the, but within the realm of possibility that this might not even be a choice that you have. Right. Sure. This is um, true. This is true. I, you know, they, there's some, there's some cities and places where, they're definitely in lockdown right now and um no one's going anywhere um so so the choice has basically been taken away from you know you don't have a choice um and 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 i actually think that it's it's actually naive to think and even irresponsible um uh especially with uh public servants and political leaders and where they can make statements like, don't worry, you're covered, you know, like as if that's going to, as if like, you know, COVID will listen and say, you know what, um, this president said this. So that means that, um, you know, I shouldn't infect people here. You don't have that kind of control. I I think it's interesting Um, what you're talking about, what you mentioned, Jeremy, about um, how, how about you know staying through a whole worship service or sermon or whatever right online and to me that kind of highlights well what is it exactly what exactly is the need that the church service is meeting or the church body is meeting and if and if and i don't think i don't think i'm that population right. no, person but, to be fair i don't right, I but, think but, I'm but follow me you don't think what sorry I don't think I'm that target right, audience. Just, just follow, just follow, follow me, th- follow mm-hmm. me on this though. That if if our tech tools, which focus primarily on that aspect of the functionality of the church, if that in in a case of of quarantine, for example, if that isn't going to be fulfilling the true needs of the church, then I think that that's a, a good thing to think about to step back and go, okay, the media of this broadcasting of this thing, if this isn't really facilitating in meeting the deep needs of the church, then what bits of technology could be developed and implemented that do facilitate those deep reaching needs, whether it be the connection with each other, the community aspects, etc. We have a lot of technolo- technology pieces for a the, the the service aspect, right? The sit down and watch the show kind of aspect or the stand up and join the show kind of aspect. But outside of that worship and sermon, right? The church really in action, not on the shoulders of one or two or a dozen people, but the real church in action, what tools are you facilitating that promote that activity and that support for the church? Mm-hmm. Well, so if we're also looking at this, I think it's interesting to look at the um, number of people that have um, tried to do other things online as well. Because as you're talking about this, my thought is, we'll just do a, pod- a video podcast or a vlog or something that's like personable, not trying to do to the whole church, like to this whole audience. But I'm thinking about the stream. interactions and yeah. thinking like the interactions, relationships, that kind yeah. of thing. Is not is about. If you, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like, if you go, if you, which would you rather choose? Would you rather go to a concert or would you la- rather live stream the concert? 
And if I said you had to pay $300 to go to the concert or watch the live stream, the concert on live stream for free, which would you choose? And would you sit and watch even 20 minutes of the concert or would you kind of zone out and do something else? Whereas if it's a YouTube video and it's like five different other um, music videos, I'm going to watch all of those. I'm not even going to sit through 20 minutes of a concert, even Coachella. Um, that is a big concert thing. They had more people um, showing up to the actual events for the total amount of time. There was more people that watched online. I think it was like a hundred million people watched online, but the average view time was like three minutes. Whereas people that were there, they were staying for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. The total view time in person was so much more than what it was online. So let me, let me ask you this, so, uh, Jeremy, if as what blessing is saying, we don't really have a choice and let's say you have a quarantine issue and we don't want to have these public gatherings. Are you saying that then the, the streaming of the sermons and the worship services, um, are not going to be in any way, shape or form a replacement of the, live gathering right but i think and if so then why are we doing them in the first place and second of all what is the real catalyst for people gathering so i think so i think that the people that are showing up to church again are not the same target audience as the people that be watching online and so you can't assume just because everybody's going to stay home that that needs to be the way that we're going to do it for everybody else mm. right? so in, in in a situation in a situation whereby this would need to happen due to health or, you know, I mean, it can happen with weather too. Um, do, do you think that it's a situation where you can use tech leverage technology to provide some sort of stopgap to, to, you know, retain community and interaction and these kind of things as a church community? I think you can, but I think you got to do it differently. Okay. So how, how would you recommend, um, maybe uh, clearly you're not going to offer a specific example, right? But what should people, in your opinion, what do you think people should think about in order to do that? If they need I to, mean, I'm not a person that does live stream, so I won't assume I have the answer, right. but let I me mean, say this the, the stream, if you have it, you, if you have it, you might be doing it. Of course, if you're, if you, <laughs> you're like, you're right, like you can't really, you know, having a praise and worship service, like you can't really do that. Cause that requires a group of people to come together. And if you're not having a group of people come together, you're not going to have a worship. You're team. not going to have people but, being <laughs> reacting to the live stage presence. So instantly the presentation style is going to be different um, unless you have some really, really good actors, which maybe is true. I don't know. But I also think that it's, the live streams I watch always have these like wide angles, switching camera, camera rotations. Um, yeah, you're not going to have that. Point, what's, what's kind of the point of all that other than video production? If that's the case, why do a live stream as opposed to taping something that you can edit and, and finish up so that then you can just live stream. That. Right. Plus, I mean, at that point, what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and what you're outlining requires a team of people. And if you are having some sort of quarantine situation, you're not going to have that team at your disposal. So you're right. You're, well, you, would, you would be allowed to go to work, right? It's not like, is Italy not allowed to even go to work right now? It's, it's, it's real baseline stuff. Yeah. And you have to be at least a meter away from everybody else. Yeah, so you could pull off a live stream in that mentality if you wanted to. I just don't think it would work. And I don't think you'd right. It's like, what's the point? Right. No, I, yeah. I think it's to your point. If you're having to do that for this kind of a situation, or let's say the situation is for the weather, because similar things can happen with the weather. You're not going to have like, all right, well, well, we just need to have, you know, these 12 people brave the storm, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. They might be snowed in. So I think, I think to your point, and, and this is why it's good to think about these things ahead of time. It, if you want to provide that for your, 
your, you know, church members, have this figured out ahead of time so that you can have a different format, like you're saying, you know, present something a little bit different, you know, and, and like you're saying, you know, if you had like a cool message that was pre-recorded, you could do that if you wanted, like a parable that, or, or you could talk about something and it could even be shorter, right? Cause you know, people have a shorter attention span and then you can be, you know, do an intro and then play it, you know, or something like that. And that can be done from somebody's home, but like have this all figured out ahead of time so that if you have to do that, you can. And even stuff like, you know, the, with the Facebook Live, you can even do interaction stuff, right? Well, but I also think that there's, I mean, what's the point of going to church as opposed to going online? If you were to say that, what's the reason that you go to church in person as opposed to online? Well, my point is, is if you can't, like the blessing said, if you can't go to church, then that right. is an alternative. If that's, if that's. But, that, but, but here's my point is, what is it that we could be trying to replicate if we had the time knowing that this is the case? The snowstorm is the one thing because we don't know it's going to snowstorm until the very last minute. But something like this, we could prep for this, right? So if you were going in person, what is something that you would want to replicate as opposed to everybody just from now on should just do live stream forever and ever. Oh. Like why is it people still want to go to in person? Oh, right. Well, I mean, th- this is kind of like more of a, a, a temporary stopgap. Clearly this isn't ever to be a replacement, sure. but I, I think, but how could we, but how could we still in the very limited aspect of still live streaming it, but what could we replicate that we don't normally do on the week to week? Here's my thoughts. So, the reason I would go to church is, is to still meet with people in person to get those experiences and those moments that's in the live stream and a typical church live stream. I'm not going to get, I'm, it's going to be one person up front. It's going to be a couple of people singing and that's going to be the limit of it. Unless I go out of my way to talk to the pastor, I'm not necessarily going to get those conversations. But if you were to have this ability to know, Hey, this is what I want to do. I want to be able to um, have it more personalized. I want it to be able to, edit it beforehand as opposed to just throwing this off the cuff, which what's the point of even doing it at that point. I almost think that if you had a week to prepare a whole message sermon series, as well as um, the editing and everything else is to be able to start to connect to people. That's the reason I show up to church is to say hi to certain people to hopefully get to meet other people to make those connections in small group. And so at that point, I almost feel like it's a church could be together even if it's online at that point, I don't know, this is just something off the top of my head. As far as like, you could still have a 30 minute thing where you, the, the sermon is delivered, but at the same time, you're getting to meet people, at the congregation, you're getting to kind of see some of these edited vignettes throughout the whole series. I don't, I, there's, I feel like there's a lot that could be done. I think I think fair enough. There are quite a lot of um, options or things to think about. I think there's. I mean, you obviously have like your church online platform, which allows you know that engagement. Where um, I don't know what some of like your online experience has been like, because you can. I mean, because you have the ability to actually respond in real time. You can put your hand up. Um, yeah. For prayer, you can actually be engaging live with someone in that experience. Um, and then you've also got like your Facebook groups because you can actually go live in a group, um, which could be like in your small groups, perhaps. Or um, so you could even have your maybe watch that pre recorded message as, um, as, as your small group within your Facebook group. Um, I, you know, I know some churches where that's kind of replicated there in real life. Um, if I can put it that way, um, 
small group or life group or connect group, whatever you call it, is replicated online on Facebook. So that kind of already augments the, you know, their relationships. In some instances, mm-hmm. it's WhatsApp groups in Africa is something, one of the things I've noticed in Africa and Southeast Asia, like WhatsApp groups are quite a big thing. So a lot of the life happens in there in addition to like meeting up in person. So there are definitely some great ideas on that front. Um, I think which, which really could be helpful that it's not just, you know, let's stream this, but it's, Hey, what is it that we can actually do in terms of delivery? It might not even mean that you stream. It might, it might even mean that you just, getting together online to listen to a pre-recorded message together or or it's or or it's even just you know maybe the message really is just encouraging people to connect you know on phone texting you know like like jeremy said you know communicating with people like taking a moment in your day to call one of your friends and to interact with with multiple people spend spend an hour or two just communicating on the phone chat you know whatever bits of technology you have video skype calls whatever and that is your time on sunday yeah yeah Yeah, because the truth the truth of the matter is is that you should you hopefully hopefully um you know that your your church is in a healthy and in a particular state or you've been attending there long enough to connect with enough people that you have people's phone numbers and you have ways to reach them and connect with them and it's just really at that point um you know encouraging everyone to do that maybe in lieu of the sermon or a stream or something like that like jeremy says that connection i i I don't think there's necessarily one set you know answer to this i think it's really figuring out what best serves your your church right as as leadership and i just think that there are a lot of cool bits of technology whether it be live communication through through Skype or, you know, video messaging or whatever it may be, or like what Jeremy was saying is a, you know, pre, pre-recorded, edited kind of dynamic, cool thing. I mean, there's just so many different things that you can do and you're, you, you, you know, has been pointed out. And I think we've all said it at one point during this, just plugging in, plugging in a, a feed and calling it a day is not your best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some very good points there. I think Jeremy. And I think it's important to, be serious about anything that may actually be a concern. Yeah. And I'll be honest right now, a couple of different universities, Ohio state, the entire Ohio state campus after spring break will only be doing online classes. Like not only just their main campus down Columbus, but all their satellite branches. So we have one that's like five minutes from here. Everybody in that satellite branch, the not super big place is also doing everything online from now until summertime. And I'm guessing that that's going to become more and more normal just because they're trying to minimize some of that stuff. They're canceling so many different things. Comic-Con's canceled. Uh, South by Southwest wow. is canceled. All because they wow. cannot take that risk. Yep. So if you're a church and you're listening to this and you haven't thought about it, start thinking about it. Start thinking about how you can take maybe some different uh, approaches. Quarantines in 2020 look a whole lot different than they did in, you know, even 
15, 20 years ago, right? Uh, we've got all kinds of cool tools and bits of technology to interact with one another and to create media and share it. And it's, it's you know, really an opportunity. It Maybe it might be an opportunity to start something new or to try something new and, and uh, you know, let these limitations be uh, a catalyst to creativity. Uh, maybe you'll you create something cool and awesome and something to, to share with everyone. If, if you've been thinking about this or your church is doing it, reach out and let us know. We'd be interested to hear about it. You can email us, podcast at churchmag. Uh, that's a great way to email us, and we get that, and we'll talk about it on an upcoming episode. Lots to think about. Reach out. Let us know. Also, uh, social media, hashtag CMAGcast. If you'd like to join the fun, use the CMAG cast hashtag. Email us directly at podcast at churchmag or ask us a question that we might be able to answer on an upcoming podcast by visiting churchmag forward slash riddle me this. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 